Welcome to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. I'm Erin, pediatric sleep consultant and founder of The Happy Sleep Company. From catnaps to night wakes and regressions to teething, we cover all things baby sleep. With a passion for children's sleep, we're here to help tired families get healthy rest. Hi everyone, welcome back to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. It's finally summer, or almost, and if you live where I live, which is a pretty cold climate in the winter, you just crave the summer months, and many of our clients just want to spend the entire summer outdoors and ask me so many questions about today's topic, which is camping. How do I go camping with a baby? How do I go camping with a toddler or a preschooler and keep sleep on track? So I wanted to devote a whole episode to that and try to give you some tips that will allow you to get out and do those amazing camping weekends, but keep sleep on track. Here's the first thing I'm going to say, and it's a little bit of a disclaimer, however. My family and I camp once in a while. We use a trailer like a like a tow behind trailer or like one of those fifth wheel trailers or even a tent trailer but we are not big tent campers so i'm just going to say that right out front that i'm giving you advice about camping but i'm not a tent camper and i don't have a ton of amazing advice to give about tent camping with a baby because it's hot and it's bright and there aren't a lot of safe ways to make it dark and quiet in a tent. So we do have to keep that in mind. Do keep listening if you are a tent camper because there are definitely some things in this episode that I'm about to talk about that can absolutely help out with just scheduling and coordinating your days when you are camping, whether in a tent or a trailer. But I will just, I'm just throwing that disclaimer out there that when I'm talking about camping, I'm generally talking about some kind of trailer camping. So here we go. Let's run through a list top tips for camping that can just really set you up for success. And if you think about them in advance and then try to implement them as you're having your camping trip, you're probably going to have a lot more fun and be a lot more well-rested by the end of it. First thing, first, arrive early. Arrive at your campsite early. This is going to give you time to set up so you can have your child in bed at an appropriate time and your child doesn't start the trip overtired. This is kind of the same advice I give about any sort of travel. Try to leave early from your home and arrive at your destination well in advance of your child's bedtime whenever possible. You want to arrive in advance so you're not feeling rushed and just sort of struggling and scrambling to get your baby to go to sleep the moment you arrive and they're already overtired. So try to get to your campsite early. Camping can take a lot of setup so you want to give yourself that time, set up the proper sleep environment and get your child into their jammies and do a little bedtime routine so that your child realizes even though this is a really different place than they normally sleep, everything else kind of feels the same and nothing felt too rushed. Secondly is the part about trailers versus tents really mimicking your child's home sleep environment as much as possible. That's pretty tough to do in a tent. Some parents absolutely do this successfully. And there are amazing products on the market by companies like Coleman that have like blackout tents that you can use. But for the average tent, it is going to be fairly tough to recreate your child's sleep environment. But whether tent or trailer, I mean, you're going to bring along a travel crib or pack and play so that we're not just expecting your young toddler who still sleeps in a crib at home to sleep well on a mattress in a tent. I would try to still use a pack and play for any child who is still in a crib. 
I would definitely bring along your child's comfort object. Do not forget the levy if your child sleeps with a levy because this is going to be a pretty unfamiliar space for them. You're going to want them to feel like they have a piece of home with them. If you have an older child who uses a pillow, make sure you bring that and a favorite blanket or sleep bag. If you, we're talking about an infant or a young toddler who still sleeps in a sleep bag, do not forget that. Not only is the sleep bag a nice cue for your child, they understand it means sleep at home, it must mean sleep here in this trailer or tent as well, but the sleep bag is an amazing thing for camping because temperatures can fluctuate so much and we don't want your child kicking off blankets and becoming cold in the night because it can get really cold in the middle of the night when you're camping. So don't forget that sleep bag. And in terms of other sleepwear, pack weather appropriate sleepwear and the full gamut of it. So be prepared for sudden changes. If you've camped, you know these things. This is where we're especially talking about tense, there are sudden changes in the temperature. You might end up with stifling hot naps or really chilly nights, or sometimes it's really chilly at the beginning of the night. And then when the sun starts beating in in the morning, it gets really hot. So especially if your child is still wearing a sleep bag, remember that these come in different thicknesses for many different temperatures and comfort levels. So you're going to want to take a few different thicknesses. And in terms of pajamas, you're probably going to want some that are short-sleeved and some that are long-sleeved in flannel because you're going to want to have those options for the different temperatures while you're camping. Take a sound machine, even if you don't generally use one at home, and especially if you do generally use one at home. It's already what your child's used to if you use one at home, but even if you don't, late night campers make a lot of noise and the early morning chirping of the birds can really wreak havoc on your little one's rest. So make sure that your sound machine takes batteries because you may be somewhere where electricity is not an option and make sure it doesn't automatically shut off after just an hour or two. Make sure that you get one that doesn't have a timer or if it does have a timer, you can turn the timer off so it runs continuously through the nap and through the night. Really aim to stick with naps when you are camping. Naps can be tough while camping, especially if you're in a tent. Again, really watch the temperature, make sure you're being safe about naps and you're not in a situation where your child's going to overheat during camping. So if your tent is too hot, don't do the naps there. If it's a better option to put your child in a carrier and walk around in the breeze or in a stroller that's got you know, a lot of ventilation and you can walk around and have a breezy nap, I would do that while camping rather than using any kind of situation where your child is going to overheat. If you have a trailer, many have air conditioning, so that's pretty awesome because you have the option of putting the pack and play or the travel crib in the trailer and doing the nap there. Remember that especially for older children, for toddlers and preschoolers, naps can be tough camping because your child's having a lot of fun and they're not going to want to take a break. But it's really important to get that nap in so your child doesn't become overtired. It might take them a little longer to fall asleep because it's a different sleep environment, but it's going to avoid overstimulation and make your child less irritable, which means more fun overall for everybody. Depending on your camping device, again, depending on your setup, a portable blackout blind might be an option to reduce bright light. And so I would really look into something like that to make sure that you have different options for creating a sleep conducive environment. But do really aim to stick with the naps. It's so essential that our babies and toddlers have that restorative time in the middle of the day to restore their little minds and bodies and get them through the rest of a really big, fun, exciting day. 
Also, keep those busy bodies full of nutrients. Keep your little one fueled with nutrient-dense food so he isn't hungry in the middle of the night and waking early to eat. When we're at a campground, I know for us, my daughter is just all over the place, so busy, so active. We have a lot of treats, a lot of sugary treats, so we tend to get a little bit away from our normal nutrition regime and we want to try to keep that in mind because if we're just filling up on sugar and not getting a lot of nutrient-dense food, we're much more likely to see irritable children and children waking up hungry. So make sure you keep that in mind. Think whole grains and protein. Next tip is about bedtime and it's a big one. Get prepared for the night before bedtime starts. Camping can be kind of stressful when it comes to getting bedtime together. You don't want to be waiting until it's dark out to be trying to fumble around and pull everything together. So for example, if you're camping with a little one who still takes a bottle, get the bedtime bottle prepared well in advance so you're not doing it in the dark. Be sure to get out pajamas, blankets, favorite stuffies, all that stuff. Get it all ready by the time bedtime rolls around so there's no scrambling in the dark to find those things when it's time to go to sleep. Get it all ready and sort of set up by the bed so that there's no disruption when bedtime comes and we're stumbling around in the dark trying to find the bunny, for example. In terms of bedtime, consistency is king, always. Consistency is so key when it comes to sleep and we got to keep that on track when we're traveling, when we're camping, so that our child gets good rest while we're away, so that we don't introduce difficult habits that are going to be hard to change when we get home. So really aim to continue with your regular routine. You might not have access to a bath at a campground, but a washdown with a cloth is something that can sort of simulate a bath if that's how you normally start your bedtime routine at home and help your child understand, again, even though we're in a really different scenario right now, we're starting our bedtime, the quote-unquote bath is happening, and I know that this means sleep time is arriving very soon. So we do that little wipe down with a cloth into our PJs, read a little book if that's what you do at home, sing the same song that you normally sing at bedtime to your child at home, have that little cuddle, and you have all those things that you've brought with you as well, the sleep sack, the lovey. So again, your child feels like, hmm, this feels like home. This feels like sleep time. I know this is what's happening now. So stick with those routines. And again, if nap time was a fail, if you tried, but it was just really tough because your child was like, no way, not having it. I want to keep playing. Then bump up bedtime accordingly. Do an earlier bedtime when you're camping, if your child just seems super burned out from an active day or has missed their nap or had a really just short stroller nap instead of their normal great restful nap. Finally, try to relax. I know it's so hard. We camped with Myla when she was a year old and beyond every summer for a little bit. My in-laws are big campers. We are super lucky that they are big trailer campers. So we were able to borrow a trailer and do it that way, but I still found it stressful. And if I can say one thing, it's relaxed. Summer is short, especially if you live somewhere like I live. I know I harp on that all the time, but I live in one of the coldest climates in the world in the winter. So summer is short and we have to enjoy it. If you have a great little sleeper already, then you're probably going to be just fine camping and they're going to realize that it's a similar situation and sleep is going to remain the same. And kind of if anything goes off track for one weekend, remember they can be adjusted. Whether your child normally has great sleep habits or already has challenging sleep habits, it's one weekend. Enjoy it. Get outside. Have fun with your family. And you can adjust things when you get back and get back on your regular routine if anything does go a little off the rails during that camping weekend. 
So those are some top tips. There's some more stuff on the website with regards to that. So you can check that out too, thehappysleepcompany.com. I hope everyone has an amazing start, is having an amazing start to their summer. And if you're going camping, I hope this helps out and gives you some ideas to get started with to camp, but stay rested too. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sleep Cues, the everything baby sleep podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with a mom or dad who might need some rest. Connect with us on Instagram at The Happy Sleep Company and check out our website, thehappysleepcompany.com for loads of blogs, sleep guides, and information about how we work with families one-on-one to get sleep on track.